Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, good morning. We're uh, talking real estate again and always welcome your questions either by phone or by text. Speaking of which, that number is the same. You want to call it in or text it in 651-989-9226. Well, I see Chris Rooney. I don't see, or maybe even more over here. <laughs> he, he's getting our food for us. Oh, he is? Yes. So he's hunting. Oh, he is. He's a hunter. He won't be here today, then. He's not going to be here. All right. Nope. Hunter-gatherer. He's a gatherer, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Very good. Because you don't want to see me hunt. So no. he's taking care of it for us. Not a pretty sight, eh? Uh, let's uh, tell everybody what we're going to be uh, doing today, because he brought more people with Yeah, him. I know. And something we haven't talked about in a long time, and we get questions about it, uh, it's something we can actually talk about as well, but it's insurance mm. um, and homeowners insurance specifically, um, and just talking about different things that uh, you know maybe people should look out for and uh, what they maybe shouldn't be doing and, and what they should be doing, and then like coverages and stuff. And so um, I brought uh, who Karen Mindek, who works with me. Uh, we work together at Rebanks Preferred, and then Joe Rosensteel, and he's with Insurance Capital Group. So we're going to do that, but we also have something going on tonight. Uh, Mike Lynch, you're going to be uh, with uh, Mike is going to be visiting. Uh, where, where's he going to be? Where yeah, well, you know, um, one time after a show, Andy Lindis stopped by, you know, and we we're talking. And he's like, "Oh my gosh, we went to this event, and Mike Lynch had a it. Star, it was a stargazer, stargazer. yeah, Star-watcher. and so we're like." You know what? That would be an awesome thing to do. And so we had it, but then it was horrible weather, so we couldn't do it. So we rescheduled it actually for tonight. Um, one of our guests that's been here, uh, Thane Tandy with Naughty or Marina, is, uh, is uh, I guess, hosting it for us sure. in Prior Lake. So the marina on Prior Lake, and they're going to do their Christmas lights uh, lighting tonight. But from 6 to 8, he brings out those huge telescopes. Have you been to one? Uh, years ago when he first started okay. doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're, we're going to do that. So Chris Rudy Home Experts and Naughty or Marina are going to. Present that it's free of charge. Anyone who wants to come, well, let's hope for clearing skies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But if if not, he's got a whole presentation that he does as well. So, all right, and we should have some uh, refreshments and stuff. We'll mention people. that before you leave. Yeah, exactly. So, right. But if you want to go, I mean, and if people want to find out about it too, it's at andynrooney.com. and also uh, with our guests, uh, there's some information on them as well. If you want to get to that, sure. So, all right. Yeah. So uh, insurance. Let's bring on Joe. Uh, Joe, Joe Rosenstiel, uh, I think the interesting thing about him is this kid started insurance at what age, Joe? Uh, started insurance at... Uh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where is he? <laughs> Here we go. There we go. Uh, started insurance at about 18 years old, actually. Yeah, so he, the guy's been selling in, what, 23 right now? Actually got his own little brokerage as well, so kind of kind of cool. But what we wanted to do was bring you on because we get a... Uh, We've been finding out a lot in the real estate industry is that all of a sudden um, maybe a past claim that someone made that never got taken care of now becomes a problem for the new people buying that house, insurance claim. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, what happens? Yeah, so I mean um, the biggest thing is you want to make sure that anytime you're buying a new property, um, you know, you can – you go back and you talk to uh, your insurance guy and have him run a report um, because as an insurance agent – we have access to, you know, past history of the home. So we can actually go into, you know, the last about usually about 10 years back 
and see, you know, there was a new roof put on seven years ago. You know, the siding was done five years ago, uh, et cetera. So um, you really want to work with not only your, you know, the adjuster to come out there, um, but you really want to work with your insurance agent, um, you know, just to kind of to look into, hey, what am I potentially potentially missing here? Yeah, and I think what, what a lot of people do is they think, hey, we heard we had a storm and they immediately call their insurance agent. They put in a claim. <coughs> the yep. adjuster comes out and all of a sudden there's no problem or maybe there's a, a maybe your deductible is higher than that. So what do you suggest yep. to people what they should be doing? Yeah. Um, you know, before you file a claim, you always want to make sure that you get somebody out there to take a look um, because the biggest issue that we see, you know, today is uh, people are, you know, they've got water coming down or they've got, you know, maybe a hailstorm or something comes through and they immediately file a claim. Well, the problem with that is, is it's not always covered. Um, you know, so they go ahead and file the claim just to have an adjuster from the insurance company come out and say, hey, you know, unfortunately, this is not covered. So now what you did by having the adjuster come out, now you've got a zero dollar payout claim on your record, which now you know, makes your rate go up maybe five to six hundred dollars a year, or if you have a couple of those claims within you know a two or three year stretch, your insurance company is going to drop you altogether. So you know you always want to make sure that you get somebody out there to take a look before you call your insurance company, you know, and file a claim. Yeah, I mean, we just Karn, we had a deal like that that just happened, um, and what it was is we we went through. Um, the big storms hit. What do we have? Like six or seven? Right. We had probably, yeah, exactly. Six, six or, or seven, seven homes. Uh, that, that got hit in it and at all different times. So p- th- properties were supposed to close. Some we were able to get done. Some we had to uh, escrow after the fact. Um, but uh, where was I going with this? <laughs> it was uh, on, on one of the roofs. I mean, they. what happened was is that these people went and got their insurance um, to, to get their insurance set for their loan. And then they found out that, hey, the only insurance we can get is going to be like twice the amount of what it normally would cost because that seller had um, claimed a couple, like a wind damage. It was just a couple shingles that went off. But they had, I think it was two claims on it. And being it was 15 years old, they said, hey, we're not going to cover it. And that's why we ended up getting the insurance. That's why we had to get the insurance. But that that was interesting. So, I mean, that affected the buyer. And it could have affected them from even qualifying. Yeah. Um, you know, and the other big thing you want to look out for too, um, you know, a, a lot of people are starting to, and this kind of affects, like you're saying, there's going to be multiple claims on the record. People have, you know, oftentimes they'll, they'll do a very low deductible on their house. Um, so let's say, you know, a very common deductible is a thousand bucks. Okay. Um, I always recommend doing something more like 2,500. Um, because if you think about it, you know, if you've got, any sort of claim that's maybe $1,200 or $1,500 or 2000 you know, a smaller claim situation like that. Um, if you go ahead and file that claim, well, if it's $1,700, you have to pay $1,000 of that $1,700 as your deductible. So now you're only really getting $700 of coverage from your insurance company. Um, you know, and by having that claim on your record, now your rate's going to go up you know, anywhere between $300 and $500 a year. Um, and your cl- and that's going to stay on your claim record for five years. So if you do the math on that, you know two, three, four, five hundred dollars a year times five years, it's not even worth filing that claim. So another big thing, going back to your point, you know it's it's going to be when you guys go to buy the house, you see that there's two claims on the record for that house. Well, you should just avoid that, frankly, altogether by raising your deductible a little bit 
if you have a thousand dollar deductible, you know, people kind of get uh, into a habit of filing claims every time there's a little, little something wrong on their house. When in reality, that should never be, should never be something that people are doing. Yeah, I think you you got to look at insurance a little different. It's it's not a maintenance program. It's kind of a disaster program. Correct. Yeah, and there's there's other things. And Karen, we can get into that. Uh, I know we got to go to a break pretty soon. But in when we talk about home warranties, right. a lot of people choose to go the home warranty route yeah. because it does cover a lot of those things. But I think what I want to find out today from Joey is uh, what's What's kind of overlap, or can you get insurance for some of that stuff? Because I mean, we've been we've had real good luck with warranty programs. Yeah, they're great. They provide uh, they're a great resource when something mechanical or some of the systems go bad or appliances. I mean, some of these warranty companies actually replace appliances. Yeah, well, and I'll tell you what we get. Uh, we use uh, HMS warranty. Uh, Jennifer Gagne, uh, and she's uh, she's a really, she's a great salesperson. But what what I really like about it is I get in the mail I get these little postcards that come in that say the buyer or whoever purchased that house use those to be able to get things replaced. And I think last year, um, not this year, but the year before, I got twenty six of those things in the mail that they covered. Because I think a lot of people think those home warranties don't really cover anything, mm-hmm. um, but they do. Now there's some there's some deductibles that go with it, but uh, if you you know, in that first year, something goes bad. A lot of people don't plan for that. You know, when it, when they go buy a house, because we talk about it all the time. That's why we say we want turnkey homes. And the reason we want turnkey homes because a lot of people can't they can afford the money to get into it, and they can make the payment and qualify, but they don't have that extra money to be able to repair everything. Right, those unexpected expenses. Replace it. Yeah, we're going to talk a little too about uh, maintenance, maintenance versus upgrades too, because a lot of people when we go into show or tell them to list their house. They're like, well, boy, if we put on a new roof, we should be able to get this. And it's kind of, you know what? That's kind of a maintenance thing. So we've got some stuff on that. All right. Very good. We'll take this break. Be right back. If you have a real estate type of question, 651-989-9226. That same number applies if you want to send it in the form of a text here on our real estate show on News Talk A3OWCC. All right. Good morning. Welcome back to the Real Estate Show here on WCC. If you have a, a real estate type of question, we've got them by text and by phone, 651-989-9226. Same number applies. Uh, text that came in, then we'll get to the phones. Uh, Texture says this, we had hail damage in this area last fall. I did not have them out to look at my roof, but several homes in my area had new roofs installed. Can they look at my house this spring and still get it replaced, do you think? Joy? Uh, the answer is yes. Um, it, well, it depends on your policy, but typically uh, you've got between 12 and 24 months uh, to have somebody come out and take a look. So Now, isn't there apps out there that uh, say that a storm was in an area? I've seen, I think uh, Andy Lindis told me about that, that they have these apps that they know exactly where those storms hit and on higher impact areas. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard about those. See, that's what but, they're doing to you, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so they should have uh, – but what you're suggesting, though, is that they should have a contract route to look at the roof first 100%. before calling their insurance company to look at it. 100%. Yeah, okay. and, the, and the problem is, too, you want to make sure to get somebody out there that you, you know, can trust because there's a lot of guys, especially in the roofing industry. I mean, there's a lot of guys who will go out there and they're just telling people to file claims because they want the work. You know, there's the door knockers. Right. There's the, you know, so. Got to get someone you trust. Yep. You got to get somebody you trust, um, you know, because there, I've honestly heard stories about people going up there with a hammer and hammering on people's roofs Jeez. so that the claim will be filed. 
uh, it'll be covered and then that roofing company will get the work. So um, you, you definitely want to make sure that you're working with somebody that you, you know, or trust. So unreal. Yeah. I have a question for you, Joe. Yes. Um, you had mentioned that um, buyers who purchase a home are taking on the responsibility or past insurance claims. I'm just wondering if you can elaborate a little bit more about how that impacts the new owners. Yeah, no. So, I mean, they're not taking it on from the standpoint of, you know, it's going to affect their record per se, you know, because everyone's home insurance record is different. But mm-hmm. um, it does affect just the the history of the home because there's two things when you when you're talking about insurance pricing, you look at the record of the individual, um, you know, and their okay. past history at their past residences. Um, but then you also look at the history of the home itself, you know, and if that home has, uh, you know, a history of water damage, if it has a history, then the insurance company can think, you know, oh, maybe there's something wrong with the foundation. Oh, maybe there's something wrong. You know, so if there's a lot of claims tied to a specific home, that can also affect the rate a little bit. You know, not a ton. It, it, the pricing, you know, the effect is really going to be, primarily on the individual's history, um, not on the property's history, but it still does affect it a little bit. But if you're a, a, a habitual claimer, yep. I mean, that might haunt you on the next house. So if you're oh, just right. going to a house yeah. and claiming stuff and then selling it and then moving to the next one, right. next one yeah. you're going to pay higher insurance. 100%. Yep. And like I said, it, it's uh, five years for every claim, you know, at a minimum that that's going to be on your record. Follow you. So, okay. Yep. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Joe is calling from Isanti with a question. Joe, you're on CCO. I've got a question for your insurance agent there. I've, I'm presently looking at homeowners policies, and I'm told there's an HO3 and an HO5, and a, the HO5 supposedly covers more and is more expensive. And uh, the question is, what does the HO5 cover that the HO3 won't, and, and what is, is it worth it? What should I be looking for? Yeah, so um, there's two types of home insurance policies. There's the HO3 and the HO5. So um, the HO5 covers literally, you know, just about everything. Um, an HO3, the difference is that on an HO3 policy, um, only named perils are covered. So um, on the HO3 policy, it's going to list out, you know, you've got uh, maybe mold coverage. You've got, you know, backup of sewer water and drain coverage. You've got this, that, that. If it's not listed on that policy, you're excluded coverage. The HO5, everything but is covered. So on the HO5, it's just a given that it's covered. Um, the common exclusions are things like an act of war, um, you know, or uh, old age, which is just obviously not covered for insurance. But um, so there's definitely the HO5 is definitely a better policy. Um, you know, HO5s also typically uh, have 100% replacement cost, um, which means they're not depreciating for you know the age of something. So you know, let's say that you I uh, have a roof that's 10 years old, uh, and you go ahead and file a claim, and it's $25,000 to put on a brand-new roof. You want to make sure you have a 100% replacement cost policy uh, because then when you go ahead and, and you know hopefully get that claim covered, you know they're going to cover the whole roof versus with an HO3 policy, commonly it's, it's an actual cash value payout, not 100% replacement cost payout. So they'll say, okay, it's $25,000 to put on a brand-new roof. However, your roof is 10 years old. So, you know, here's a check for eight grand and you're on the hook for everything else. So there is definitely something to, you know, um, doing an HO5 policy instead of an HO3. However, I will say if your insurance agent is uh, looking out for you, the HO3 policy can be just as good as an HO5 as long as they're putting on 
the proper endorsements. So, All right, we need to take a break. Just a reminder, we have another half hour of the show to go, so if you have any kind of a real estate question, call it in or text it in, the same number, 651-989-9226. And good morning. Welcome back to our real estate show here on WCCO. If you have that kind of a question, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. Folks, we did get a text uh, on topic. It says this, don't we have insurance in case of a problem and why uh, do the rates go up if we use it? So one claim in 20 years and my rate goes up. Who wants to feel that? <laughs> well, the insurance guy's got to feel that one. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you're, you know, if you've had a, a clean claim history for what did it say, 20 years? Yeah. For 20 years, um, you know, you got to keep in mind that you're getting the benefit of having that clean, clean claim history. Uh you know, every year without filing a claim, I mean, you can expect your rate to go down. You know, it's different for every company, but you can expect it to go down, let's say, 30 to 50 bucks, you know. So uh, let's say over time, you know, all your claims-free discounts that you've built up over 20 years, you now have, you know, $600. Uh, you're paying $600 less than the average person. Um, you know, yes, when you file a claim that hurts you, you're going to lose your claims-free discount, but it's not like you're getting surcharged. For it, it's not like you're now paying more than the average person because of your clean claim history. All that did is kind of get you back to where most okay. people are paying. You know, someone with a pretty claim. so you're benefiting from not you're definitely filing ben- claims. Yeah, yeah, you you do benefit from not filing a, filing a claim, which kind of goes back to why you know having something like a thousand dollar deductible, you know, it's just not worth it because you you want to avoid filing a claim, you know, as much as you can for ticky tax stuff. For ticky tax mm-hmm. stuff, yep. Another text says this, is replacement cost insurance a good idea to keep up? Uh, is it a good idea to keep up? I mean, to, to continue. Yeah, I mean, 100%. You want to make sure that you always have a replacement cost policy. Otherwise, even if something is two years old, I mean, they're going to depreciate it. You know, I had a uh, somebody who all of his clothes, you know, he, he had a bunch of Ralph Lauren clothing um and he had you know actual cash value payouts on that stuff and even though he bought the shirts two years ago you know the insurance company's always trying to find you know ways to pay less right so the insurance adjuster is going online and finding a used ralph Lauren shirt (laughs) for thirty dollars when it really cost two hundred dollars brand new so then they're coming back and saying well your ralph Lauren shirt is two years old and you could probably find one of those for 40 bucks. And so instead of giving you a brand new Ruffler insured, they're giving you $40 per shirt. You know, so that's on clothes. You know, so that's maybe not as important as the structural structural stuff. But, um, you know, think about taking that same mindset to your roof or to your siding or to, you know, it. then you're not talking about $40 shirts. You're talking about, you know, $25,000, $30,000 roofs yeah, and, okay. and stuff. So, I have a question. Yes. Um, are all insurance policies equal or what should consumers look for to try yeah. to differentiate? Yeah. So good question. Definitely not. Um, you know, you want to make sure that your, your homeowner's policy has, you know, a few endorsements on there. You know, there's probably 50 endorsements that you could choose from. Not all of them are necessarily uh, quote unquote worth it. You know, things like earthquake coverage and stuff like that. You know, I don't, you don't necessarily need to feel like you need to put that on your policy here in Minnesota, but um, you know, a few things that you definitely want to put on there, um, backup of backup of sewer, water, and drain coverage. Uh, that's like the third most common claim in Minnesota. Um, 
that has to be added onto your policy specifically by endorsement. Um, and it's very common that people only have, you know, five to $10,000 of, of water backup coverage on their policy. Um, I always try to, to make sure that that's maxed out. You know, the max that you can get is sometimes only twenty five dollars to $50,000. But, um, you know, if you've got water issues and water backup and it leaks into your basement, I mean, there's not many basements that you can cover for $5,000. You know, re-carpet, the walls, the, the actual, you know, so you want to try to max that out. You can't out. get people to tear it out for that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Yep, so um, that's when you definitely want to to look at your policy uh, and talk to your agent and try to max that out if it's not already maxed out. Um, what's funny, too, is that to do something like that adds maybe $3 a month to your policy or, yeah. or $2 a you know, month. See, so. I think that's what people need to know is those extra little riders that don't cost that much but make a monster difference if yeah. it ever happens to you. Yeah, I mean, you can pay $3 more a month and it can save you forty grand. Yeah. You know, even if it only happens once in 25 years, that's still worth it. So know? I'm also going to let you know, at nine years old, there was an earthquake here in Motley, Minnesota. Well, then I take that Or back. it was a big cow yeah. or something outside. Because <laughs> I, the couch I was on was shaking. I'm like, well, what was that? And they said it was an earthquake. So well, it's all possible. My, all my clients are about to give me crap about how uh, I need to add the earthquake endorsement on all their stuff then. So that's I'll, an, I'll that's make sure to go back text and do that. That's yeah. an insurance yeah. term, by the way. hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that's good. So, yeah, that's one. Just to go back to your question, but the other big one, too, um, is matching on your roof. Uh, you know, Another big problem is people will get something like hail damage, and the again, the insurance company is always trying to find ways to pay out as little as possible, right? So the insurance company will come out, you know, for the roof or maybe for the siding and say, hey, uh, you got some damage here, but it only affected one side of the roof or one half of the house. You know, it affected this siding, but the hail didn't hit this side of the house. So they'll replace the part that got affected the problem is that, you know, if you built the house 10 years ago or whatever, you might not have the same colors, materials, everything else because stuff looks different after time, right? So a lot of times they'll cover it, but then as the homeowner, what are you going to do? You're going to you're not going to want to um, you know, have new stuff on one side and older stuff on the other side because then the colors don't match and it looks crappy, right? When you go to resell your house, it looks horrible. So, um, a common endorsement or one that you definitely want to add um, is matching coverage. So uh, the matching will essentially say, hey, if one part of your roof or one part of your house gets affected, we'll replace all of it so that it looks similar. It matches. It looks the same so that your house looks great um, versus having a splotchy-looking house because things are different colors and different, you know, whatever. So those are probably the two. The back of sewer water and drain coverage, the matching coverage, um, those are probably the two the biggest ones that we see problems on. Good. Another question, we were kind of talking about this on break a little bit, but um, it's along the line of at what point does the age of like older pipes in homes or even the age of a roof impact the um, coverage? Coverage, Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of a tough one to answer just because all insurance companies are different. Um, You know, but the Frankly, you know, when, when we're talking about actual cash value payouts and, and stuff like that for old age, mm-hmm. um, you know, it it kind of goes into effect immediately. Like I said, with the shirt thing, it was like two years, you know, so it kind of depends on if it's the, the pipe, the siding, the roof. But um, it will start kind of affecting your rates, you know, for structural stuff, like after things are probably five to seven years old, 
that's when insurance companies start giving you a little bit of a surcharge for, you know, that roof would be considered old, older, mm-hmm. you know, at seven years old. And then once it's 15 years old, there's another surcharge. And once it's, you know, so it, it's different for every insurance company, but, um, I'll tell you one thing. What what I'm what I'm hearing here is price is not always the thing to look for at insurance. You got to know what the heck's coverage, what you're getting. A text just came in. It says this: Do you in in the case of a total loss, do you have to build the exact same house? Good question. No, you do not. So, um, if you ever suffer a total loss, you have up to your full policy limits to essentially do. You can take that money and run and just sell the lot off, can't you? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We, and is it replacement cost? Then how do they know if you're going to do that? How do how do they know exactly what replacement cost was just on bids? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So they'll get a. And usually the insurance company has a ton of different, you know, quote unquote trusted vendors in the area. Um, you know, so they'll have one of their trusted vendors take a look at it. So even if you want to use your own contractor, that's fine. But they're still always going to double check it. Um, with somebody that they that they trust, you know. But if you ever suffer a total loss like that, there's no, there's really no arguing or discussion. Yeah, I, know, I know we got to go to a break and we got some phone calls. But Karin, quickly on some of the maintenance items, people uh, I think can do. We we tell them to be able to kind of keep those big repairs from not having to happen. Right, definitely. I mean, we see a lot of times after an inspection. The buyers will come back with some requests, and one of the big ones is the HVAC and having the air conditioning and furnace um, tuned up and cleaned and changed filters. So that's something I think sellers and, and homeowners should just be doing regularly once you know, a year. Yeah, and it's it's something that we we like to try to get people to do. But after you you know have gone over and say, hey, you got to do this, 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 and by the way, you got to do this, and they say, well, gosh, they work, they're fine. But typically what happens is that an inspector comes on that's not an HVAC person, and they say, hey, you know, it's not probably running perfect. Get your HVAC guy out here to verify that it is. Mm-hmm. That happens. Same thing with irrigation systems too. Right, right. So every every fall you should be, you know, blowing out your sprinklers and shutting down any of the irrigation systems and disconnect hoses and just preparing your home for the and, yeah, winter. And checking those heads because you you can lose a ton of water through those if you have a leaky one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's wicked. So. All right, let's take a break. We will be right back, and we're going to grab some phone calls and more text messages. 651-989-9226. That's for either the phone call or your text messages. Welcome back to our real estate show here on CCO. You have that kind of a question, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Uh, tell you what, let's go to the phones. I think folks have been waiting there. Dave is ca- calling from Delano. Dave, what is your question? Well, good morning. This, uh, I have a second-story condominium, and if I am away and my hot water heater bursts and floods the unit downstairs, is that typically covered under my – do I need an endorsement, or is that covered under my homeowner's insurance? So he's in a condo. So more than likely, I mean, do you pay your policy separately? I mean, because there's a blanket policy. No, I have. I pay it separately. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So you would have coverage on that, and I don't know any insurance company where that would need to be added by endorsement. So um, that you should just have coverage on, you know, no matter what. For a what was it a water heater? Yeah, if it burst while he was out of town yep. over the winter. Yep. yep, yeah, that would be covered. Okay, smart smart practices if you're leaving out of town for the winter is to turn off all your water. Um, yeah, I mean, in Minnesota for sure. Yeah, you know, um, but.
But on HL6 policies, you know, the, the big thing that people often do not have enough coverage for, it's, um, it's called loss assessment coverage. So, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a condo building with a lot of common areas, um, you know, let's say that something happens and the, the hallway is, uh, has water damage in it or the gym or the pool area or something like that, um, that's going to be covered under your association's policy. But a lot of times, especially if your, you know, your condo association isn't necessarily, you know, flush with cash uh, and reserves, they might assess all of the owners in the building a portion of that deductible. So a lot of times on those condo buildings, your deductible is like $25,000 because you're not going to file anything unless it at least hits, you know, unless it's major. So um, they might have a $25,000 claim uh, and then they would assess that to the maybe four owners that it affected. Well, now each owner, you know, is going to be responsible for $6,000, $7,000 worth of that deductible. So what that owner can do is they can turn right around and now claim it on their own HO6 oh. policy, and their own HO6 policy has loss assessment coverage, which then would pay for that seven grand that they're responsible for. So a lot of times, they're, you know, agents don't put enough loss assessment coverage on your HO6 policy. You want to make sure that that is, you know, at least. Uh, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars. Okay. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Let's see who's been waiting. Mark in Stillwater. Uh, Mark, what's your question f- for the guys? Folks? Morning. Uh, just a comment on how to protect yourself. I had a situation a few years ago. My wife and I had taken a three-day holiday, and while we were gone, my son had a party, and some guys were in my barn, and they climbed a cement wall, and uh, one kid pulled some cement down on himself and broke a leg. Um, the kid was fine. I checked in with the kid's mother the next day and she said, uh, they had medical insurance and he was uh, recuperating and that they weren't the suing type. Three days later, I got a letter from their attorney suing me and my insurance company. Um, so the adjuster came out and took a look at the situation and determined that this, uh, old cement wall they had climbed, uh, that I had maintained a hazard. And for that reason, they were going to can- they paid the claim, but canceled my insurance. Um, so the next week, I got a letter from my mortgage company um, stating that uh, they were going to call my mortgage because I didn't have insurance anymore. That's um, a stipulation for the mortgage to have insurance. Um, and with an open claim, I couldn't buy insurance from any company on the open market. So I was really behind the eight ball. Um, fortunately, my local bank had a insurance agency that I I had a relationship with these people for many years, and they sold me a policy. Um, how do how do I protect myself about uh, with visitors um, and you know actions that sometimes I can't control? Yeah, what about that liability? Yeah, I mean that's. Uh... That's a very, Sounds unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an unfortunate situation. And unusual. Yeah, and unusual. Um, you know, the biggest thing you can do is just make sure that you've got uh, enough liability coverage on your homeowner's policy. We always uh, recommend umbrella policies, you know, which is just additional liability coverage above and beyond your base limits on your home. Um, you know, so if you typically, you know, I'd want to put at least half a million dollars of liability coverage on a standard homeowner's policy but then package, you know, a million dollar umbrella policy above and beyond that. 
again, that's a very, you know, to have a million dollars worth of liability protection might cost you 10, 15 bucks a month. But uh, if you go back to this situation, you know, had you not have had enough liability protection on there, let's say that it's a million dollar lawsuit because God forbid this guy maybe climbed up the wall and died, right, frankly. Mm Um, there's no telling how much you can sue somebody for for something totally. like that. So if it's a million dollar claim and you've got three hundred thousand dollars of liability coverage and no umbrella, you're on the hook for seven hundred grand. And if if they go through the equity in your house and your bank accounts and your investments and there's still not enough there, in Minnesota you can actually get twenty twenty percent of your wages garnished. I, I just think um, you've got a bunch that. of insurance agents, a bunch of new policies here. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, traveling, our little traveling guy is back in town yeah, from Nick. Denmark. Nick, uh, my son. Well, your son. We've yeah, talked yeah. about him. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> but next year, he's actually going to go back and play football over in Italy. Bologna, Bologna. Italy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, back in the, I'm back in the cold Minneapolis, but um, excited. Is- excited to check out the real estate markets over there when I was traveling. And, and I'm going to report back to you for sure. He's, well, been, he's been trying to find um, investment properties for his dad to buy over there, <laughs> I think. Now, what about uh, – uh, now, this is not soccer. This is American, American football. American football. Yeah, yeah. it's actually um, – a couple of countries over there take it pretty serious. And uh, they handle expenses. They get some good uh, crowds out there. It's not as big as soccer, you know, um, football, what they call it. And then yes. handball is pretty big too. But, no, there's a, there's a fan base of American football over there. How about that? Yeah, so we're – so he's going to go play football, but he's also going to do some uh, research for us and bring some of that stuff back because he also now he's he's got his own podcast, Denny. How do yeah. we find that out? I ask him. Yeah, I kind of um, <laughs> took your radio skills and now I'm doing it myself. Um, it's called Bull Perceptions. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud, and it's basically a podcast. It's raw and uncut, and then it's focused on positive energy from different perspectives around the world. So. Our mission is to connect the doers, and how we're doing that, we're creating a community through the podcast and networking within it to create win-win relationships, you know, giving value to one another. So it's pretty neat. Met a lot of interesting people through it, traveled a lot of different places, and highly recommend you check it out. Bold Perceptions. And what did you learn now? You told me uh, what, what, uh, how many languages do you speak now? Or <laughs> I learned two Danish words, skull and talk. And it's cheers and thank you. <laughs> so, In that order. That's awesome. <laughs> Talking about uh, investment properties and stuff like that, uh, we're actually helping marketing a property in Prescott, Wisconsin. Yeah, it's just 30 minutes from the, the airport, and it's a beautiful, it could be a cabin or a retreat. Um, beautiful log home. Log home yeah. overlooking the St. Croix River with decks and big patio. Under 600,000. Under 600,000 and What's over three acres. What's the square footage of that? Couldn't build that thing for it's a million. about a little over 4,000 square oh, feet. Oh, good size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Well, we're just right. about out of time. Any yeah. last uh, thoughts? Well, thank Joe Rosenstiel. Appreciate it. If you want to go to andyandrooney.com, you can find his information. Karen Mindock, she works with us. She does a lot of uh, Western suburb stuff. And then Stargazer event tonight with Mike Lynch. Oh, yeah. Now, where's it going to be? Naughty or Marina in Prior Lake. Free event. Outstanding. All right. Thank you all. It's good to see you. Good luck, Nick. We'll uh, see you. Hey, thanks uh, a lot. See you in Bologna. Hey, go Gophers, right? <laughs> go Gophers, indeed. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.